Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special midweek Tim's News Explosion on this Wednesday, the 22nd of November, 2023. Now, as I informed you all on my social media, I wasn't able to stream on the regular Monday night because my video capture card suddenly stopped working, and I only discovered this on the Monday afternoon. I tried troubleshooting all evening, but to no avail. I was able to co-host and bring you The Theorists last night with Andy Nolch. That is because uh, the workaround that I figured out was, so I dug up my old MacBook which I used to stream on my shows in before I upgraded to a Mac Pro. And thankfully, uh, the inbuilt, inbuilt camera still worked and still worked in StreamYard. Uh, so you're seeing me in just basic, <laughs> they're the most basic of inbuilt web cameras tonight, not my full uh, 1080, uh, 1080p video HD video camera, uh, but uh, you can see me and hear me. And thank you all for joining me two, two days late. Hello to regulars, Dawn Browning and Peak Aussie Men. Now, uh, there's a lot that has changed, uh, changed since I was going to uh, bring you the show two days ago. And Peak Aussie Man, he's uh, preempted the breaking news that I'm going to bring you. Uh, so it is 9 p.m. I should say it is 9 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria. The and we are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, Odyssey, and Rumble channels. And I've also got Entropy working. If so, if you want to buy me a better capture device. Uh, so I can better, uh, <laughs> better, better uh, strengthen my broadcasting capabilities so events like this don't happen, then please send a super chat on Entropy and I'll read it out. Uh, so Peak Aussie Man uh, has uh, got the breaking news there. Uh, those emergency laws passed in the wake of the High Court ruling, which let those uh, criminals and national uh, security threats roam around the community freely, are already being challenged. Looks like the Britainization of Australia is going to accelerate massively now. So yes, uh, the uh, the as you will, a lot of you will know, uh, the Albanese government, while well, they were forced to. Uh, by uh, the uh, Liberal and National Opposition uh, to draft emergency legislation on those 93 high-risk detainees. 
high risk uh, to community safety. Now, this was a graph that the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald uh, put out uh, about uh, the, the 92 persons who have what is termed 197C protection obligation findings are stateless or intractable. So 18 from Afghanistan, 17 from Iran, uh, Sudan 10, that is, that's not South Sudan, uh, where a lot of, a lot of, uh, well, Melbourne's, Melbourne's African immigrants are South Sudanese. So there's four South Sudanese, a seven Iran, nine that are deemed stateless. Uh, there is three from Eritrea, two, uh, three from Sri Lanka, and I won't go through the the full list. So there's 21 who are classified, well, the, the Minister for Home Affairs has classified a national security, cybercrime, serious, high-profile, organised crime, gang-related. And then uh, there is 27 that are category uh, two. Uh, so they are those who are guilty of very serious offences, very serious crimes against children, very serious domestic violence or violent sexual or exploitative offences against women. Uh, so that's 27. Then there's a category three and four, character delegate character cases, violent sexual or exploitative offences. So that is six and nine. And now the refugee advocates who have uh, cheered on uh, this decision, uh, they uh, there was this uh, article in the Sydney Morning Herald uh, last Friday. And now this is another one of the the high profile uh, high profile uh, murderers who has uh, been released. Uh, so. Uh, lady killer Tony Kalisar. Uh, so he is now free in the community after serving a 20-year sentence for the death of his wife, uh, Svevleta uh, Podgolitsky, whom he strangled in Melbourne in 1997 before driving her body to, to Sydney. And uh, now uh, this Going down here, uh, the, uh, this article quotes a Middle Eastern man who was released this week, served a four-year jail term after he committed an assault in a fight when he was 17. He said, I was young and immature. I didn't know better. I came from overseas and didn't have any support. Unfortunately, my stepdad kicked me out and I ended up in the street hanging around with the wrong, wrong crowd. We're not rapists and murderers. I feel like I'm being put in the basket with everyone else. He said, I want to build a family and build a life. See, he's a good boy who only did something when he was younger. And uh, so it quotes human rights uh, lawyer, uh, Alison Batson, who represents 16 of the released individuals. Uh, she says that her clients are not serious offences because they weren't charged with uh, murder. Seven were charged with assault and others charged with breaching apprehended violence orders. And uh, this article also quotes uh, David Mann, a longtime uh, re a refugee advocate who scuttled the Gillard government's Malaysian solution in the High Court. Uh, he is the nephew of Robert Mann, who is a high high-profile leftist writer and the, the monthly and quarterly essay, and also quotes uh, Kim Rubenstein, 
Uh, so she ran as a Teal Independent for the ACT Senate, uh, Kim for Senate. Uh, she's a constitutional lawyer at the Australian National University. She was basically a candidate so that uh, uh, David Pocock could get uh, the, get her preferences. So there was obviously she had a bit of a following in Canberra. Her preferences went to David Pocock and he was elected there. And so uh, David Mann and Kim Rubenstein uh, said the government's new laws could be subject of a fresh court challenge, which they are. So this is uh, to, to put, uh, put uh, strict conditions on their bridging visas, which include ankle bracelets, curfews, and also uh, not allowing them to work with children. Now, we learned today uh, from the Western Australian Chief Commissioner uh, that uh, of the eight sex offenders that were released uh, from immigration detention, four have left the state, four remain and don't have ankle bracelets. None of them do. And so this hasn't happened. The Western Australian Police Commissioner said that uh, he doesn't have the power uh, to do this, only uh, to have them comply with the with the conditions in their bridging visas. And Michael Daly, the New South Wales Attorney General, who just yesterday announced uh, strengthened hate speech laws that would be put through the, the, the parliament, he said, oh, this is a federal matter. I haven't got any brief, briefing. And Claire O'Neill this morning, she said she didn't know if they had ankle bracelets or, or not. And she said, oh, my junior minister, uh, Andrew Giles, uh, he he will get back with the detail. <laughs> Basically, throwing her throwing her junior minister under under the bus there. And also, it has been revealed by the ABC today. They got a good exclusive here uh, that uh, Claire O'Neill, uh, when uh, this uh, well, the lead plaintiff, uh, the Rohingya man who had uh, raped a ten year old boy. Uh, He's referred to as NZYQ. Uh, they had been considering releasing him uh, to avoid this high court challenge. So they weren't. Uh, Claire O'Neill said told told uh, Sky News on Sunday that the legal advice is is that they were going to win. Yet uh, there was it, it, they were worried that they might lose. So we're willing to let this convicted pedophile. Uh, be out on the streets so the lesson is sue the government and you can you can uh, be released be 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 released uh, despite your heinous crime so claire o'neill said oh these were just conversations it was not legal advice so i don't comment on legal advice and uh, the abc a they because we just saw a, a one a, the the in this uh, sydney morning herald piece this uh uh, this lawyer, Alison uh, Batten, saying there that uh, you know they're, they're, that uh, most of her clients were not serious offenders. Uh, so these are uh, these are having having, <laughs> having said that. I, these are some of the detainees who are now living amongst us in the community. So person A sentenced to 22 years for the murder of his wife, but served 18 years. That's uh, this man who was quoted at the, the beginning of the, the story, Tony Kalasar. Then there's person B sentenced to three years for people smuggling in immigration detention for 11 years. Person C, multiple prison sentences, including one for 10 months for punching his eight-month-old daughter, that is absolutely disgusting, appalling, 
how can he only get 10 months uh, for punching his eight-year-old, eight-month-old daughter. That's absolutely abhorrent. In immigration detention for nine years. I mean, he should have got at least nine years for that penalty. Person D, no Australian convictions, but has been of interest to ASIO in immigration detention for 13 years. Person E, sentenced to three years and four months for trafficking a controlled drug in immigration detention for two years. Person F sentenced to 11 years for people smuggling in immigration detention for two and a half years. And person G sentenced to four months and six months for false, uh, for rape, false imprisonment and indecent assault in immigration detention for five years. Now, Kim, going back to, to Kim Rubenstein, she said that the High Court might strike these rules down because they're, they're, they're punitive, that uh, they wouldn't be the same conditions that an Australian paroled uh, person would. Well, obviously, if you're an Australian citizen, have the, have the, the, the privilege of Australian citizenship, you, uh, you, do have, you, you do have extra rights. These people, they all came to Australia illegally, or I'm not sure, uh, but... Uh, managed to get their foot in the door uh, they are certainly not worthy of australian citizenship so no way should they have the same protection as australian as citizenship but you're getting an idea here uh, that uh, we do our judicial system does seem to uh, give inadequate sentences here so we have all and Claire O'Neill has has said that there there could be going back to the Sydney Morning Herald article uh, that uh, there could be another 340 of these types of people released uh, because uh, they they it hasn't been determined uh, whether they're being able to be resettled to a third country or deported. Uh, so the High Court ruling overcovered those who had no prospect of being sent back to their their country of origin. So uh, we have had a, the Albanese government. At first they said, oh, there's nothing we can do. We have to comply with the High Court. Oh, yeah, there is legislation that, uh, that we, can, we can pass. Only uh, when we are under political pressure. And we still don't know the, the reasoning for the High Court's uh, decision. That won't be released for next year. Another one of these uh, high-profile offenders is uh, uh, Cyril Azar Umar, who was sentenced to death in Malaysia for the 2006 murder of a pregnant uh, woman. Uh, so he was a former Malaysian prime minister bodyguard. He can't be deported to a Malaysia uh, because we don't deport people to countries which have the death penalty. I mean, surely something can be arranged where a Malaysian kidnap squad can come in and smuggle him out of the country and we turn a blind eye. I mean, seriously, he's allowed on the street because, oh, they, they, even though he murdered somebody, a pregnant woman, oh, it, it is because it's the, the death penalty, uh, then uh, we, can't, we can't deport him. I mean, we'll get to, obviously, uh, the, the reason why our our high court has well is able to well is feels justified it it overturned its own precedent and they uh, and they, they said it's because of the separation of powers only judges should like them should be able to make make the uh, decisions here not ministers 
Uh, so uh, the only way to get around this High Court decision is if we had a referendum to repeal uh, the separation of powers in our Australian constitution. But I don't think that would get up because all the usual human rights crowd uh, would, uh, would all oppose it. Uh, Ron uh, Nielsen has said we re need to reinstate capital punishment. I'm quite merciful. I still think we need to be better than the absolute scum. So, but I certainly understand uh, the sentiment of those who believe that, uh, well, pedophiles should get the death penalty. Uh, a, a lot of people's preferred method uh, for putting pedophiles to death is uh, in, a, in a wood chipper. I certainly uh, understand uh, why people feel that way. But uh, for me, I still think that uh, that that we that uh, we still need to be better than the absolute uh, scum of our uh, of our society, and so it's it's a it's a it's a almost it's an extremely remote prospect that the death penalty uh, will ever be reinstated into Australia. Now we had it was a it was a, a busy busy day uh, for uh, not just uh, the Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill but the Communications Minister Michelle Rowland, who of course has uh, uh, she has uh, delayed uh, the introduction of the mis and disinformation bills uh, for a little while because there was no no exemption uh, for religious belief. Uh, so uh, social media companies under pressure from ACMA uh, could, if you stated uh, scripture, it, it could be deemed to be uh, not, uh, not, not true uh, beca uh, because of, of fact-checking, even though religion is a set of beliefs and beliefs can't be can't be proven wrong. Uh, but she uh, made a, a defense of the mis and disinformation bill because, well, uh, I'll, I'll play the clip here, but she's basically paraphrasing the old uh, misinformation is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Spread online at speed and scale, both misinformation and disinformation can cause serious harm. So divisions within the community undermine trust and threaten public health and safety. We are talking about harmful misinformation spread during a global pandemic that claimed millions of lives, about cancer misinformation that prevents a patient from seeing their doctor during the critical time when recovery is still possible, and disinformation spread by bad actors who want to undermine our democracy. It was recently reported the Chief of the Defence Force said disinformation operations have the potential to fracture and fragment entire societies. And as former ACCC Chair Rod Sims wrote recently, doing nothing in this area would represent an abrogation of responsibility by government. So uh, even though government, uh, especially uh, during the, the, the COVID uh, pandemic, was the biggest peddler of mis and disinformation, I mean, uh, myself and Andy uh, discussed last night uh, the, the, the push again by the media and some experts for mask mandates, even though the Cochrane Review found masks uh, don't work for containing respiratory vi viruses. 
the the all of the 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 Labour uh, MPs they still defend lockdowns, even though uh, Sweden, which uh, never locked down, has more excess deaths than Australia. Senator Slayer said, uh, "Why is TNA on a Wednesday? You know what, damn well why it is on a Wednesday." I mean, rewind to the beginning of the of the of the stream, and and you'll find out. And now today it was the first day of uh, Bruce Lehman's defamation trial against Network Ten. Uh, he reached a confidential uh, settlement uh, with the the ABC this morning, so we don't know any details about that. That was over the ABC broadcasting uh, Brittany Higgins National Press Club address. Uh, so it was live streamed on the Federal Court of Australia's YouTube uh, channel, uh, Network 10. They tried to block the live stream, uh, but uh, the the Federal Court said, uh, rejected that, so, uh, saying that uh, trials uh, trials that uh, are in the, the public interest uh, should uh, should be should be live streamed. Uh, so the Novak Djokovic uh, deportation uh, case uh, that was live streamed by the the federal court. Uh, so you could watch it today. Bruce Lehman took took the stand and talked about uh, how he was uh, defriended. Uh, he was uh, 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 cu- uh, friends. Cu- well, not really. Uh, they turned out to be not really friends. Cut him off. Uh, removed me from group chats, blocking him, and also uh, said that it sent him into a deep spiral. I mean, if you've seen his uh, spotlight uh, interviews with Liam Bartlett, uh, you will have heard this. And uh, so uh, he mentions he becomes severely isolated. And, and so here's a QC, Matthew uh, Richardson, SC, said that the broadcast between Lisa, uh, Lisa Wiggins and Ms. Higgins had Ms. Lehman publicly maligned as certainly the most prominent rapist. We say the publication that seared this allegation of rape in the national consciousness was the TV interview. His legal team claimed the flagship network current affairs program had carefully edited the emotion of Ms. Higgins and argued it painted Mr. Le- Mr. Lehman as a odious predator after using sinister sound effects from a horror movie before the interview. Mr. Lehman has lost everything. The fact the prosecutor decided at the end of last year not to pursue criminal charges had not stopped the hemorrhaging. A substantial award of damages will be will be called for, accompanied by a Richmond judgment vindicating Mr. Lehman. Uh, now you remember that Bruce Lehman uh, was uh, named as the high-profile Toowoomba man. Uh, well, he. Uh, some of the headlines say he's uh, accused of rape, but he's accused of of stealthing. So a woman that he met on a night out went back to her place and had sex with. He's been he's being charged with stealthing her, having sex with her without a condom. She only went to police uh, when she recognised uh, Bruce Learman on on the the TV news, accused of accused of raping Brittany Higgins. Senator Slayer said, wouldn't the ABC have to disclose it due to it being a government-funded channel? Uh, you should think so. I really hate it when governments, uh, they try to get out of uh, disclosing their settlements or agreements saying it's commercial 
in confidence. No, it's taxpayer money. We should have the right to know. Daniel Andrews tried that uh, trick uh, with uh, the uh, Commonwealth Games settlement. I mean, he named the figure 380 mil, uh, million, uh, but said, oh, we can't discuss any of it because it's uh, confidential. And he advocated uh, for that confidentiality there. So, I mean, it should be an automatic right of taxpayers uh, to know where every every a dollar of the, the 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 money that is is stolen from us, taxation is theft, is is being spent. Now, staying on uh, legal news, I, Moira Deeming, the independent uh, Liberal MLC in Victoria, who John Pesciuto, uh, the current Victorian Liberal leader, on his second attempt, uh, expelled her from the parliamentary party room. Uh, so Moira Deeming released a statement on Monday uh, that uh, mediation had failed. And so now the, the defamation case is uh, proceeding. Uh, so this is the statement that uh, Moira put out on uh, Twitter X. Uh, so she says, I was falsely accused and publicly accused by the Victorian Liberal leader, John Pursuit, of being of being a knowing associate of neo-Nazi sympathisers and extremists, and therefore deserving of expulsion from the Parliamentary Liberal Party. Mr. Prosciutto has denied making these accusations against me and claims he, that he sought my expulsion because I'm guilty by association with persons who were themselves guilty by associations with neo-Nazism. The guilt by association fallacy is well known, but Mr. Prosciutto's version of guilt by association twice or thrice removed from the most extreme and serious punishment of expulsion appears to be an excuse rather than reason. Even Mr. Pesciuto's very own evidence dossier, which was distributed to my colleagues, the public and the media, as it's been shown to be false. These unjustifiable and defamatory actions have caused me, my husband and our four children enormous harm, personally, financially and reputationally. But out of respect of the Liberal Party members who have supported me, and other senior Liberal members, I've tried to use internal party process to resolve the matter and more legal action. All I've ever wanted from Mr. Pesciuto is a full and official exoneration that my ch children don't have to live under this Nazi bigot slow restoration of my financial position and will return to the party room as an elected Liberal MP. As, and she said, unfortunately, media, mediation has failed is with great regret as a current Liberal Party member that I have left with no option but for my defamation case against Mr. Pesciuto in court. And now John Pesciuto, uh, he put out a statement of his own and he uh, denied uh, that uh, he had ever called misdeeming a neo-Nazi or a sympathiser and says that uh, Miss Deeming's suspension and subsequent expulsion was never about her views on women's issues. This issue is a matter that never concerned freedom of speech. The issue has always been whether Miss Deeming called out or distanced herself from neo-Nazi protesters and references when asked to do so by senior Liberals. I am proud to lead a diverse Liberal Party Oh, proud to lead a Liberal Party with diverse views and people from all works of life. I will vigorously defend the Liberal Party myself in the proceedings. They will not be asking the party to cover any legal fees. So it is on. I certainly hope that uh, uh, this uh, defamation trial in the, the federal court is also uh, live streamed. Uh, so I think uh, open justice uh, is a, a good thing. And uh, I'm glad that obviously it's more common 
in America. They have those court TV uh, court, court TV stations, uh, which uh, which uh, broadcast obviously even criminal trials. The most high profile, the OJ uh, Simpson trial. Lady of Charlotte, who was there with me d- that day of the Let Women Speak a rally in Melbourne, where the National Socialist Network turned up. Uh, so uh, parties expect their members to toe the line. They generally do toe the line, hence nothing changes. And now John Pesciuto, we tried to spin uh, the, 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 their Melgrave by-election loss, where they don't know whether they'll finish uh, second or third behind, uh, in front or behind independent Ian Cook. He said that, that because there'd been a primary and two-party preferred swing against uh, Labor, that it was a great victory for them. And, of course, he championed the Warrandyte by-election victory where Labor uh, didn't stand. So he, he's obviously uh, spinning it because, well, he needs to spin up for his survival. Uh, he should consider himself lucky that he has survived uh, the year as Victorian Liberal parliamentary leader. Uh, Probably because there's hardly anyone else who is going is it has leadership qualities there. Now moving on to other legal news. Now, if Christina Keneally had uh, won a, the lower house seat of Fowler in southwestern Sydney at last year's federal election, she would be currently the Home Affairs Minister and probably would have made more a hash of uh, the this dealing with this High Court uh, decision uh, than Claire O'Neill has. Well, yesterday, uh, her son, uh, Daniel uh, Keneally, who's a police officer, he was uh, found uh, guilty of uh, f- false evidence. Uh, so... The magistrate, Rodney uh, Brenda, rejected claims by uh, Keneally's lawyer that his client made an honest mistake while looking at the sources of information at a busy station. Uh, so this related to a night shift at a Newtown police station when Luke Brett Moore called in February 2021. Keneally's written statement which told the court he felt pressured to make after talking to high-ranking officers, resulting in more being arrested and held in custody for three weeks, the activist and founder of ISU Police was later released on bail and the charges dropped due to a recording of the conversation made on his phone. These included, uh, so uh, the recording taken without Keneally's knowledge showed significant discrepancies to what was in the officer's statement. These included Keneally naming a police officer who alleged all threatened to kill, which had not occurred. Magistrate said the conversation as recorded by Keneally in his statement just did not happen. There is no basis to suggest any other person uh, suggested in the context or affected Keneally's memory. The magistrate found Keneally knew it was a real possibility that evidence of a threat to a policeman could lead to a prosecution. Keneally will remain on bail to be sentenced on December 21. Outside court, Keneally's lawyer, Paul McGursity's client, holds his head up high and said we'll definitely appeal and my client would never willfully put something in statement that he knew to be false so there you go that is quite a alarming and eyebrow raising development there but uh, 
unlike in Victoria, it's good that uh, New South Wales police officers are successfully charged and found guilty. I can't remember the last time that that happened here in Victoria. Now, uh, let's go uh, to the latest in oh, the, the first, uh, the, 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 the local, uh, local impact of the Israel-Palestine conflict, the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, so today, Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton, they attended the reopening of Melbourne's Holocaust Museum after it had been renovated. And so Anthony Albanese uh, used the opportunity to say that he's firmly against a- anti-Semitism and that uh, uh, that uh, hate, uh, that uh, the Holocaust didn't, well, uh, it didn't start with gas chambers. It started with uh, bigotry and hatred. I'm paraphrasing here. Also yesterday, a Jewish, uh, former Jewish students of Brighton Secondary College. Uh, they rejected the apology uh, by the Victorian Department of Education. So that uh, Devere Abramovich was on the news last night saying, "Oh, the apology was uh, was a little late." Uh, so we also had tonight uh, there was the victoria police special operations unit arrested two men in carswell street in balaclava uh, where that mural was painted over uh that uh, because it was deemed offensive to jewish people because they were drawing in a caricature uh, uh, in a in a caricature uh, which was uh, deemed uh, offensive because that's the way they were drawn in 1930s germany cartoon uh, so two men were arrested by the Special Operations Victoria Police in the camouflage gear. There was about 41 officers there. Now, it, it, it was automatically assumed uh, that uh, uh, they were engaging in anti-Semitic conduct. Uh, the Victoria Police said that wasn't the case. So what was it then? That is totally bizarre to say. We haven't seen those men out on the street since lockdown, since uh, they had their, their, their tanks in the street. So we shall see if there's more information that comes out about that. We have the school uh, school strike for Palestine uh, this this week. Uh, so it's tomorrow in Melbourne, and I believe it's Friday. Uh, so all of the premiers, uh, so Jacinta Allen, Victoria, New South Wales Premier Chris Minns, and of course the Federal Education Minister Jason Clare have all said that students should be in class and should not take part in the student strike for Palestine. We also had, uh, there was a protest at uh, Port Botany last night uh, because uh, the, uh, the, 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 it's mainly the, the, it's mainly being led by the, the, the pro-Palestinian Antifa activists. So they were the ones before uh, Hamas's assault on southern Israel in October 7. They were championing the BDS boycotts, uh, divestment sanctions. And so they, one of their initial targets, I remember back in the day, uh, was Max Brenner, a chocolate coffee shop. Uh, but now recently they're going after Starbucks and McDonald's. They tried to uh, stop the docking of this uh, container container ship uh, Zim uh, because it was owned by an Israeli company. Uh, now, they were all physically removed uh, by New South Wales police. 
and uh, of course they claimed police brutality even though they they were blocking a road uh, which is an offence. Obviously, uh, when leftists protest, they believe because their cause is is worthy that they can do whatever they want and should never be arrested. But of course, they never defended the the rights of people to gather on a in a park uh, during COVID lockdowns, and didn't decry the police brutality with capsicum spray and rubber bullets. Uh, so they arrested and charged 23 people from the 400 who have, have gathered. Uh, the, uh, the New South Wales Premier, Chris Minns, uh, defended the uh, police and uh, the, uh, the, the, the New South Wales Police Commissioner, uh, Karen Webb, uh, she had a <laughs> she was very blunt and said that uh, uh, a lot of, she said, I would say broadly that most or a large number were professional protesters who currently are protesting about the Gaza conflict, but next week they're probably protesting about something else. That's a, a refreshing, blunt commentary there from a uh, police commissioner there. I mean, they'd be, yeah, they'd be the ones who would also be uh, pro, uh, uh, pro protesting uh, to uh, protect drag queen story time and also probably uh, protested in favour of the, the, the voice, uh, all sorts of, you name the cause, uh, environmental protesters, be the same sorts of, sorts of people, people there. Uh, so as... I, and I wouldn't mind if, if they, because uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, he attempted to pass a law that uh, you wouldn't be prosecuted uh, if you ran over uh, protesters who are blocking the road. And uh, now that, that uh, was struck down by a federal court, but I believe that uh, the, that uh, the, these trucks uh, should, uh, should have the freedom to drive through these people. And, I'm not sure if you've seen the the footage of uh, of uh, trucks or cars driving through protesters. They're absolutely crazy. These protesters they grab hold of the 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 car like they're prepared to basically uh, get run over and seriously injured for their cause. They're absolutely fanatic. Now, obviously, I don't advocate uh, people doing doing that, uh, but I do believe that. Uh, uh, Ron, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, had the the right idea that if you uh, if you, it, it, you shouldn't be prosecuted if you hurt a protester who is blocking the road there. Lady of Shalott says, in the UK, if you take your kid out of school to go on holiday, you are fined. But apparently, kids walking out to protest for Palestine is fine. Huge number of kids in one, London walked out last Friday. That was the the the, the Friday. Friday for Futures are struck by uh, Greta Thunberg. I'm not sure if you saw uh, Greta got interrupted on the microphone uh, because uh, a guy was upset. We're, we're here for a climate rally, not for geopolitics, because Greta uh, wanted to put her two cents in on, on Gaza as well. Now, uh, we have uh, the, the big news uh, from from uh, Israel-Palestine was the uh, Israeli uh, cabinet agreeing to, it's called a four-day truce in fighting in exchange for 50 Israeli hostages. Uh, so there'll still be a, over 150 remaining, 
us, but uh, Israel is going to release 150 Palestinian prisoners. Now, they're not political prisoners. They're, they are criminals. And uh, so, though uh, Israel has said that they'll, uh, they'll grant another extra day of ceasefire uh, if another 10 hostages is released. Now, apparently this, uh, this deal was, was brokered uh, with the help of uh, the US, Egypt, and Qatar, who is providing safe haven for many Hamas leaders. And now, on the face of it, this seems like a terrible deal uh, because you, you, they're giving more Palestinians back than uh, Hamas is giving back Israelis. Now, it's uh, the 50 are all uh, women and children. So uh, the, the men, basically, they have to all, uh, they're all being still ha- held ca- ha- captive. I guess that uh, uh, Israel, they know the definition of a woman. But on the yeah on the face of it, this seems like a, a terrible deal. And uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, he's still saying that uh, we are still going to uh, destroy uh, Hamas, uh, eliminate the uh, the threat to our security from Gaza. The war is not over. That sort of makes you think. Uh, so you're having a a a truce and having this exchange. Uh, with a group you still want to uh, want to, want to destroy. Now, of course, there is concern that in this uh, truce period uh, that uh, Hamas could regroup and uh, rearm. And well, if we have seen that uh, the Israeli intelligence, supposedly the best in the world, uh, completely failed on. October 7, and the fact that they had no idea where all these tunnels went, I mean, they're supposed to be the best spies, surveillance and everything. They didn't know where any of these these tunnels were in Gaza or how they were built or or anything. Gaza is a very young population, uh, so there's not much to do there except uh, reproduce. And obviously the children there are taught from a young age to hate Israel, and uh, so a lot of them grow up to be martyrs uh, from a young age. Ron Nielsen says, clearly a Mossad false flag. If, a, if it has, if, the, if that is true, uh, then it hasn't worked out the way that they thought. They thought that they would get this mass pouring of uh, international grief and support and that... Uh, because this is what uh, uh, 50 years ago, uh, all of the Western nations uh, would have would have been uh, Israel. Uh, you have our complete support uh, to take whatever means necessary uh, to defeat your enemy. Though I think that uh, the reason why Israel has in part made this deal is because they are losing the PR war internationally. And this was uh, admitted by Avi Yemeni. Uh, Israel is losing the battle for worldwide public support as they win the war on Hamas. Only one matters for her survival. And I think he means the the public support because obviously, well, Israel, they're they're falling into Hamas's trap of uh, killing civilians who they use as human shields. It's still Israel who is doing it. And 
given that there has been a major flight in a hospital, that the images coming out of that are shocking. And now there was this audio uh, released uh, of the Anti-Defamation League's uh, Jonathan Greenblatt. Uh, now, he, he, he has obviously been at the, the forefront of uh, promoting uh, anti-whiteism in the United States, uh, supporting mass migration into the United States, uh, but not to Israel, of course. So this is where I thought Jews were meant to be smart. Uh, so <laughs> Jews like Jonathan Greenblatt have advocated that, uh, that uh, there be mass migration from nations in the world who hate Jews and Israel into the country that where he lives. And in this audio, he reveals that, well, basically, uh, we're screwed. Uh, they're, they're, the support for Israel now is evaporating in the, the West and the United States. And also leftist uh, celebrities who've supported uh, progressive causes. Now, the uh, Jewish celebrities, uh, they are now very upset with TikTok. Uh, so Sasha Baron Cohen, Deborah Messing and Amy Schumer, uh, they, uh, they, were, they had a confrontational call with executives from t TikTok. Uh, so you'll remember that Sasha Baron Cohen, he accepted a, a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, from the Anti-Defamation Commission, even though he's made his career by uh, defaming uh, groups in his films and television series. So 
According to the New York Times, more than 30 influential people, including Sasha Baron Cohen, Deborah Messing, and Amy Schumer, had an impassioned 90-minute video call with TikTok executives earlier this year. And so uh, Baron Cohen is quoted as saying, what is happening at TikTok is creating the biggest anti-Semitic movement since the Nazis. He added that the service could flip a witch to silence such videos and noted, if you think back to October 7, the reason why Hamas were able to behead young people and rape women was they were fed images when there were small kids that led them to hate. Now, the reason why TikTok has been singled out is because it became a viral uh, last week of these uh, Gen Zers uh, to read uh, Osama bin Laden's purported letter to America in 2002. Now, it is disputed that uh, by some that Osama bin Laden actually masterminded 9-11. Yes, he took credit for it, but he thought it was in his interest uh, to uh, to take credit for such a, a terror attack against the United States. So all of these Zoomers, they were like, oh, I just read Osama bin Laden's letter to America and oh my God, it blew my mind. Oh, it's, it, it has totally changed my view on America and the Middle East. So in the, in, uh, the letter, Osama bin Laden says, America is a land of godless homosexual degenerates. And so this is another sunny side uh, cartoon edit. When Osama bin Laden says it, uh, the, the Zuma woman says, oh, you're sweet. But when Matt, Matt Walsh says, America is a land of godless homosexuals degenerates, <laughs> she calls up and says, hello, human resources. And there was another one. I'm trying to find it. Find it here. Never mind. So yes, and this of course represents uh, the 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 absolute contradiction with some leftist activists. I mean, <laughs> they're they're totally behind all of the the LGBT intersectionality, but uh, and read Osama bin Laden's letter to America and think, oh wow, that's you know, you know, blows my mind. Uh, but uh, Tom, remember Tom Tanuki? He put out a I'm not sure if I covered this on on last week's last week's news, but but Tom Tanuki, uh, he put out a a tweet a tweet saying that uh, a, he was uh, prepared to have a conversation uh, with those who are pro Palestine who came from the freedom movement, but would not work work with those who campaigned against LGBTQ causes. Uh, so, I mean, he sort of he, like, I suppose he's he's he does have some sort of line there. You would you you, you would think there, uh, rather than just being a hundred percent contradictory there. Now, we have seen a, a some. Uh, f first, we saw some uh, is uh, members of the Israeli uh, Knesset. Uh, they uh, they advocated for the West to take uh, refugees uh, from Palestine. Uh, 
and uh, there was an op-ed in the Jerusalem Post uh, from Israel Intelligence Minister Gilei uh, Gamil uh, proposed the voluntary resettlement of Palestinians in the Gaza Strip to countries around the world. And Australia has taken up Israel's offer. So Anthony Albanese this afternoon announced that uh, Australia uh, would grant temporary visas to 680 Palestinians in Gaza who apparently have some relation to Palestinians here. You can you can just add them to uh, those who are attend Free Palestine rallies in Melbourne. I mean, they'll 100% bring their grievance here, even though when you're supposed to come to a new country, you're meant to assimilate, leave your... Obviously, a, you can uh, retain uh, your culture, but you shouldn't bring, you have the right to uh, maintain well, your culture within the confines of... Australian law and customs, but you shouldn't bring, definitely shouldn't bring your grievances here. Now, as I said before, uh, all the, these the, the, these uh, Israeli uh, MPs and ministers, I mean, obviously they care about their fellow Jews in Western nations. They will have seen uh, the Free Palestine rallies in London in other Western cities and in Australia, attended by tens of thousands every week. And we, uh, we are, well, we've, we've seen here in Melbourne and Sydney, uh, there have been uh, assaults against uh, Jewish people in Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, there was a, a Jewish man who was uh, killed over in uh, California, this is all uh, anti-Jewish aggression that has occurred after October 7. Lady of Shalot mentioned uh, that uh, the posters of uh, Israeli uh, Israelis who have been kidnapped by Hamas and held hostage uh, are ripped down. I mean... This uh, 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 Jews, uh, I hope that uh, for many Jews in the the, the West, uh, the penny is beginning to to drop. I mean, I played Greenblatt's audio. Uh, I'm not sure that he's put uh, two and two together. Now, Alex Jones went on a rant uh, uh, saying that... Uh, well, uh, shouldn't you uh, resettle and assimilate uh, Palestinians in Israel, which is near where they live anyway? Benjamin Netanyahu's son uh, lives in uh, Florida. And my children's life ruined while you put your wreckage in my country. I demand Benjamin Netanyahu take 20 Palestinians in his house. And I demand his candy-ass son in Miami suit up in body armor and go to Gaza and fight these people or get the hell out of my world. And I don't say that because I hate Jews. I say that because I'm not a toilet bowl you sit on and shit on. I'm not here to eat your fucking shit. You fucking got that? And I'm sick of letting... Yeah, that were 
When did Alex Jones start swearing there? He must not be on ter- terrestrial radio anymore if he's saying fucking shit. Obviously, I swear on this program because YouTube YouTube allows it, and I like to bring you the news uncensored, and there's a lot of swearing that happens in the news, and there's a lot, lot, lot more confronting confronting news that happens than just a... Uh, just a few curse words. Now, the other uh, the, the other hypocrisy that's been pointed out. So I mentioned how all of these uh, these leftist progressive celebrities now they have a problem with what's being pushed on TikTok. Uh, so the Jewish donors to the universities now they're pulling funding uh, because I, of all the the pro Palestine activism and condemnation of Israel that's occurred at university campuses and in in clubs and is also occurring in academia. And uh, this is uh, what uh, Candace Owens, who is in a a somewhat of a beef uh, with with her colleague, Ben Shapiro, no longer her boss. Uh, So I covered this last night on The Theorist with Andy Nolch. I think that uh, that uh, Candace Owens is well. Jeremy Boring, uh, co-founder of the Daily Wire, said that he wouldn't fire Candace Owens if he had the power to do so. Candace Owens went on Tucker's X program, and they discussed this hypocrisy that uh, these Jewish donors—they're fine with all the anti-whiteism that was spouting from universities the past eight years, but when it's against their their people i uh, then oh that's uh that's a that's a red line but they were they were fine with all the the hatred uh, that was uh, uh spouted against uh white white people and white men such as myself however then i thought well wait a second if the biggest donors that say harvard have decided well we're going to shut it down now where were you the last 10 years when they were and they're going for white genocide you were allowing this and then i found myself really hating those people actually that you're okay with that on what grounds were you okay with that and I, this is what I've been trying to explain to the pro-Israel lobby, that what you are seeing is a lack of support, is people that are asking the question is, where were you yeah. <laughs> as we have endured all of you this? You were paying for it, actually. Right. You were paying for it. You were you were paying for it. Because you were calling okay my children immoral for their skin color. You paid for that. Yeah, and and so why it. shouldn't I be mad at you? I don't understand. And so that is, you know, obviously you have a, a ton of white people that are asking this question and they're now being called anti-Semitic. And I think that that's wrong. I think these are meaningful questions that deserve to be answered. Why was this uh, this sort of verbiage allowed into the curriculum? I mean, could you imagine if in the curriculum it said that every every Jewish person born is a terrorist? Now, even Ben Shapiro, uh, he, he he got his uh, pro-Israel blinkers off and was able to to realize that. Yes, I, yes, that that is a hypocrisy, and so he uh, went and he had a monologue on his show, uh, which was re- uh, reposted by Elon Musk on X because uh, he uh, was accused of anti-Semitism by the White House uh, because of his uh, reply. Uh, to this tweet here, I'll bring out. This is where uh, my old MacBook is starting to. Is, it, it hasn't got much memory. It's starting to starting to uh, slow up the the CC the CPU here. Uh, so just bear with me uh, for a moment. 
So yes, my internet is is absolutely fine at the moment, uh, but yes, it's just the when I do screen share here. Uh, so White House targets Elon Musk accuses him of anti-Semitism on X, and so this he was replying to the artist formerly known as Eric, who said. Okay, Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving them the tiniest shit now about Western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing. And Elon Musk replied, you have said uh, the actual uh, truth. The ADL unjustly attacks the majority of the West, despite the majority of the West supporting the Jewish people in Israel. This is because they cannot, by their own tenets, criticize the minority groups where their primary threat it is not right and needs uh, to stop. Uh, so, yes, the, uh, the, 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 white, the White House, which uh, tolerates uh, uh, the, the, the squad, a that a White House spokesperson Andrew Bates uh, accused Elon Musk of repeating hideous anti-Semitic a hideous anti-Semitic lie on the platform. Bates said it was unacceptable that Musk had engaged with the post, saying that it affirmed an anti-Semitic sentiment. The original post contained an advertisement, PSA encouraging parents to discourage their children from being uh, racist against Jews. The ad showed a white man and his white son in a pickup truck and did not acknowledge the primary source of anti-Semitism is currently in the major cities among leftist progressives and Arabs. It is unacceptable to repeat the hideous lie that the most fatal act of anti-Semitism in American history at any time, let alone one month after the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust, Bates said in a statement. Like President Biden said weeks ago, memorialising the victims of the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting on October 7, devastating atrocities brought to the surface painful memories left by a millennia of anti-Semitism. And under his presidency, will continue to condemn anti-Semitism at every term. We condemn this abhorrent promotion of anti-Semitic and racist hate in the strongest possible terms which run against our core values. Now, Media Matters for America, uh, which was founded by uh, ex-conservative uh, David Brock. Uh, so Elon Musk has launched a lawsuit against them after a, they uh, put together an... Uh, so they, they tried to... Uh, claim uh, that ads uh, on X are under Nazi post. And uh, Elon Musk has filed this lawsuit because uh, it, it all stemmed from their screenshots. It all stemmed from uh, this, uh, this uh, fake account that Media Matters created and basically manipulated and uh, kept refreshing uh, so they could get the result that they wanted. And so uh, Disney and Warner Brothers have withdrawn their, their ads from X. I mean, it's good to know where, <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're prepared to pump out cultural Marxist uh, garbage. Uh, it's interesting to know where their, their, their lines are. And so uh, through this statement, uh, X will uh, protect the public rights to free expression. We will not allow agenda-driven activists or even their own Profits to deter our vision. Everyone on has a choice on X. User and brand content of X is superior to a year ago. Data wins over allegations. Media matters does not reflect the user experience on X. Now, Elon Musk he has uh, diversified X's, uh, formerly known as Twitter's revenue, as soon as he took over by the the X Premium, formerly uh, Twitter Blue. 
obviously when you have a platform uh, where you are the customer, it is a better user experience and uh, Twitter X is much better than when uh, he <laughs> took took over it. Though obviously the leftists, they say it's become a, a hate cesspit, but they still can't, can't quit X. Obviously, uh, the uh, well, they, they've been predicting the the end of of Twitter uh, ever since Elon Musk took over, saying that oh, it'll uh, fail any day now. Uh, Elon Musk is uh, destroying the uh, the the platform. So uh, we also have uh, the Attorney Generals of Tex- uh, Texas and Missouri. Uh, they are looking to uh, fire a suit against Media Matters uh, for their manipulative research. Uh, so uh, they are looking to launch uh, federal federal lawsuits, uh, which is, I mean, basically, like you can argue it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a fraudulent, it's a, it's a, fra- a fraudulent investigation. Uh, so I, Andrew Bailey told Elon Musk that his office is investigating Media Matters, a liberal organization pushing advertisers to leave the platform. And Ken Paxton, he's the uh, attorney general in Texas. He was the subject of a failed impeachment mo- motion led by the, the rhinos. He was exonerated. He also spoke to uh, Tucker on X about how his own side uh, tried to, to take him down. And uh, we also have a Donald Trump. Uh, he has launched a lawsuit against uh, 20 uh, media outlets who have uh, defamed, uh, defamed his uh, truth social. Uh, so he's suing The Guardian, uh, Hollywood Reporter, uh, Rolling Stone, Next Star Media, Deadline Hollywood, The Daily Beast, Newsweek, MSNBC, New York Daily News, CNBC, Mediate, Axios, Market Watch, uh, the list goes on and on there. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, he is, uh, he only had uh, one tweet on his uh, Twitter X account, and that was of his mugshot. Uh, all of his, all of his posts continue to remain exclusive to, to truth social and uh, he also put out a video uh, congratulating the new Argentinian uh, president uh, Javier Millet on his uh, election. A very special congratulations to Javier Millet on a great race for president of Argentina. The whole world was watching and I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Congratulations. And Mele has wasted no no time. He hasn't even taken office yet. But uh, for those who are uh, skeptical uh, that he can achieve his his goals, well, the the Argentinian stock market surged today and uh, he uh, is closing the Argentinian Ministry of Women, Gender and Equality in 20 one day is completely gone so there you go uh, he's he's already uh, draining the swamp before he even takes office i mean he means business i mean trump uh he he hardly drained any of the the, the swamp uh, but he was uh, still still 
considered uh, still considered the uh, the biggest threat to the the deep state ever. Uh, that uh, they leaked against him. Uh, he was impeached twice. There's also a uh, the the Dutch parliamentary elections uh, tomorrow, uh, where longtime uh, nationalist and uh, Islam critical politician from the Party for Freedom, Gert Wilders. I saw him when he toured Australia when he was invited by the Q Society. Uh, so polls show uh, that uh, his party could come first, and uh, Gert Wilders is uh, pro the Dutch farmers, who the former. Uh, Prime Minister is not seeking re-election. Mark Rotte uh, was aiming to screw over uh, with his uh, nitrogen emissions reduction mandates. Uh, so it would be an absolute epic, epic win if uh, Gert Wilders was able to win the most seats and there and therefore become uh, Prime Minister. He has to live with 24-hour security. I don't think he's even able to take a shower or take a take a dump in private now because of the threats against his life. There was a, there's been a couple of Dutch politicians and there was an artist who was assassinated by radical Islamists. Now, going back to the United States, uh, 2024 presidential election, obviously uh, Donald Trump, he, as I said, uh, he didn't really drain the swamp uh though i still think he was the best disruptor uh to uh the united states uh deep state and political establishment which is why i back him again in 2024 i mean he's the one who is the least neocon in in the the pre, in the republican race uh, so you had Mike Pence and Tim Scott drop out. Uh, so there is remaining uh, Chris Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy, who tells you what you want to hear. There is Ron DeSantis, Glover in Florida, and there is uh, Nikki Haley, who is the most neocon, the most pro uh, national security state. This was her latest policy, that she wants uh, social media uh, that you can only use it if your identity has been verified. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country. And uh, now, Nikki Haley doesn't use her real name. So her real name is Nimarata Nikki Haley. She is Ni Rahandwa. And now she's eager to tell us of her uh, Indian Indian heritage. Uh, my father wore a turban. My mother wore a Ciara. I was a black and brown girl in a. Uh, I was a brown girl in a black and white America. Almost recited it there, word for word. So she is an extremely uh, a dangerous uh, politician if she well she'd been extremely dangerous president uh, she's currently not a politician she's earning a good coin uh advising for all these military contractors
But in polling uh, against Joe Biden, she beats Joe Biden, as does Ron DeSantis, and of course does Donald Trump. Donald Trump is easily going to win the Republican nomination. And they're really scared now, the Democrats and the media, who they're now seriously, cons- like a uh, commentary is growing that Biden shouldn't run again. We know that uh, Gavin Newsom, governor of uh, California, gruesome Newsom, is uh, waiting as the emergency candidate. He, uh, he he was obviously his state hosted APEC recently, and he was able to just basically sweep the homeless off the streets of San Francisco, uh, just like that. And I don't know where they went, uh, but make sure the streets are clean for when his mate uh, Xi Jinping uh, came came to town. And now uh, it is Thanksgiving tomorrow in uh, the United States. Obviously, the United States is a is a day behind us, uh, but Thursday is Thanksgiving, and then there, of course, is uh, Black Friday, which uh, we have Black Friday sales in Australia now because we're in a global commerce trade. There's Cyber Black Friday, uh, so if you if you want to send a a super chat. A super chat to me now, then I can spend it. Uh, spend it on uh, some equipment uh, to to help uh, strengthen my production, and I can also buy it at a discounted price there. So entropy there. Well, it's not just Amazon's fault, Lady of Shallots. It's also eBay. What else is there? Uh, there's there's uh, the Lots of these these global marketplaces now, though everyone still loves uh, loves the sale, especially during this cost of living crisis in Australia. There was this. Has anyone seen uh, this graph? Uh, so we had the Reserve Bank Governor uh, Michelle Bullock say that there could be another interest rate rise. This is a the uh, spending trends by age. So as you can see, uh, it is basically, forget class warfare, this is intergenerational uh, warfare brewing. Uh, so total changing spending, 25 to 29 year olds, minus 5%, uh, 30 to 34 year olds, minus 2%, 30 to 39 year olds, minus 1%. But look at the 70 to 74 fours, the boomers, 5.9%, increase in spending 75 plus eight percent increase in spending the <laughs> how uh, entertainment and travel spending change cruise liners 55 percent increase online travel booking 34 percent increase commercial airlines six percent cinemas 31 percent ticketing services 18 percent events nine percent tourist attractions seven percent the biggest reductions aquarium zoos museums and galleries indoor recreation and bowling alleys basically parents can't afford to take their kids bowling or to a indoor play center or to any form of a zoo aquarium uh, that sort of thing there which is that must be absolutely heartbreaking there uh, for parents uh, but it's not just it's not just a, a meme the intergenerational warfare there look 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 at uh, look, look at that graph there the boomers are spending uh, like absolute uh, crazy there while uh, the uh, the gen uh, gen y and zoomers 
uh, they are cutting back like crazy. Ron Nelson says abolish the Fed. Yes. Well, abolish our, <laughs> abolish all central banking. You know, our societies existed uh, with it, without them, uh, competing currencies, gold, gold standard. Uh, Javier Millet has got the, the right, right idea uh, with competing currencies there. And uh, Lady of Charlotte is right. Thing, uh, the price of things are still still going up. And uh, there is petrol is still expensive. Obviously, Albanese and his energy minister, Chris Bowen, are not helping. Uh, our price of electricity is not decreasing by $275. It's just going up. And he wants to spend another $20 billion on uh, those uh, transmission lines from solar and wind farms. So he's cutting back on uh, infrastructure, road and rail, but spending it all on these, if we just adopted nuclear power, could use existing transmission line. There you go. We're not at the stage of Venezuela or Argentina yet, Picosimen. So for us to get our uh, Javier Millet, we need inflation to be at 140%. We need things to get really, really shit and for the leftists to get even more shit uh, for somebody like that uh, to uh, to to come uh, to to come and radically change us our society for the the better, and I can't wait when uh, Miele actually actually takes office. Now, let's go over to the United States, uh, where, uh, of course, uh, Rishi Sunak uh, shook up things big time when he sacked his uh, Home Secretary, Sawala Braverman, and uh, uh, shifted uh, James Cleverly, the Foreign Secretary, to uh, the Home Office and brought back David Cameron, the former Prime Minister, uh, as uh, Foreign Minister, and King Charles made him I gave him a a peerage, a life peerage in the House of Lords, uh, so he could be around the the cabinet table there. Soala Braverman, uh, she uh, achieved nothing as Home Secretary. The boats didn't stop. There was people still continued to be arrested for misgendering and all sorts of ridiculous, uh, rid- ridiculous uh, hate uh, speech, thought crimes. Uh, so she released a blistering letter. Uh, criticizing Rishi Sunak, claiming that uh, a Rishi Sunak uh, broke uh, the conditions, uh, the conditions that uh, she accepted the Home Secretary role. Uh, so he didn't meet those conditions that she put on accepting the role. And so these were, among other things, reduce overall legal migration, as set out in the 2019 manifesto include specific notwithstanding clauses into new legislation to stop the boats, exclude the operation of the European Convention on Human Rights, the Human Rights Act, and other international law that have thus far obstructed progress on this issue, deliver the Northern Ireland Protocol and retained EU law bills in their existing form and timetable, issue unequivocal statutory guidance to schools to protect biological sex safeguard single sex spaces and empower persons to know what they what is being taught 
to their children. And so it goes on. It's uh, it's two pages. I'll go to the the second page. Second page here. Because I've got a smaller screen here, I have to enlarge it. Uh, so it says here, it was clear from day one that if you did not wish to leave the uh, the, the European Convention on Human Rights, the way to securely and swiftly deliver out of, deliver our Rwandan partnership would be to block all the ECRC, HRA, and any other obligation which inhibit our ability to remove those with no right to be in the UK, ideal expressly referred to notwithstanding clauses. Your rejection of this path was not merely a betrayal of our agreement, but a betrayal of your promise to the nation that you would do whatever it takes uh, to stop the boats. And so it goes on that at every stage of litigation, I caution that you, you and your team against assuming we would win. And of course, the Supreme Court of the UK ruled that the Rwandan uh, solution uh, was unlawful because they deemed it not a safe resettlement country that uh, these uh, asylum seekers could not be safe they could in fact be deported back to the countries where they they came from and the high, the supreme court of the uk that was established uh, by the labor government under gordon brown as the highest court in the land the highest court in the land used to be the house of lords uh, uh, judicial appellate uh, committee uh, so if rishi sunak uh, seriously meant business well he should leave the Council for Europe and a, the European Court of Human Rights and also gut the Human Rights Act and abolish the Supreme Court. Like at least they, they can in the UK abolish their Supreme Court, unlike we can't abolish our High Court. Uh, though Rishi Sunak, he still claims uh, that uh, he's, uh, he's definitely going to are going to proceed uh, with uh, legislation uh, to, uh, uh, to to make sure that Rwandan solution happens. So he said that uh, he has not ruled out calling a general election if the House of Lords blocks his plan to support asylum seekers to Rwanda. Uh, so this is uh, what he told ITV. We've got to get the Rwanda plan up and running. I will do whatever it takes to make that happen. People are sick of this merry-go-round. I want to end it. My patience is wearing thin like everyone else's. That's why our emergency legislation will make it crystal clear that Rwanda is safe for these purposes. It meets all the concerns that people have raised because of our new arrangement with them. And we want to stop any more domestic challenges to this program. And I've also been clear that we won't let a foreign court stand in the way of us getting a flight off to Rwanda. It takes a long time, though, as you know, for legislation to get through Parliament. So would you call an election if the Lords block your plan? Well, it doesn't have to take a long time to get uh, legislation through. And that's a question for the Labour Party. We're determined to get this through as quickly as possible. So the real question is, are the Labour Party going to stand in the way and stop this from happening? Or are they going to work with us and support this bill so we can get it through as quickly as possible? I know that the British people want this problem gripped. I know the British people will want this new law to pass so we can get flights off to Rwanda. So really, the question is for Keir Starmer and Labour Party, why don't they? Now... You can still take it to the bank that not a single uh, flight of illegal uh, illegal asylum seekers will take off from the UK to Rwanda. And as Suella Braverman, she should have resigned if she knew that she wasn't going to be able to implement uh, her agenda as Home Secretary. I mean, that's what she should have done rather than just be sacked. So Rishi Sunak, 
He could abolish the Supreme Court, leave a, the Council for Europe uh, and the European Court on human rights, gut the Human Rights Act. Where there's political will, there's a way. We, we saw during COVID how uh, governments can completely shut national borders so nobody can get in. I mean, we, we're, uh, so they can shut national borders to make sure that nobody gets in. It can be done if they have a will. And Rishi Sunak doesn't have the will. He's just a political opportunist, grandstander, uh, just does uh, cheap talk. And uh, the boats are still coming across the English Channel, and including a six suspected Iranian-backed Islamist terrorists. So they got into the UK on a dinghy uh, from the, the beach beach of France. Uh, so they, they, they are on the loose in the, in the UK and the security, security agencies, secret intelligence service doesn't know where they are. Uh, so despite, uh, as despite discovering the alleged plot, the, the, they were able to the so linked to their planned attack, they were able to spuriously enter the country by boarding people smuggler operated by Great Motor Flat and cross the English Channel where upon they would have likely been brought ashore by British fortifiers, is typically the case. According to the report, three of the suspected terrorists are currently under surveillance. However, three have gone missing under fake IDs. The information indicates that these people are terrorists planning to attack government buildings in England, Scotland, and Wales. Although they arrived without identification, we all believe are now in possession of documents. They plan to commit an act which embarrasses the government. This could mean damage immune or even close proximity cyber attacks that we not anticipate. This is a mass casualty event. Just great. Just bloody great. Though you know who, who they, the British authorities they, they have uh, put in prison? Another thought criminal, uh, the Reverend uh, James Costello, who I interviewed on Wilmsfront. Uh, he uh, covered if, if there were you'll remember there was a protest outside a migrant hotel in Merseyside after a young girl filmed herself being a pro, uh, being propositioned uh, by an illegal uh, asylum seeker. Uh, so he has now been jailed for five years. He was on trial for the content of a website relating to his uh, chosen religion, creativity, and found guilty on. 19 counts. While no one having suffered from his religion or website, the British state raided James home in 2021, arresting him, yet failed to bring charges until over a year later. James was on unconditional bail up until his sentencing, showing that the state did not actually consider him any sort of danger to the public, but will now be facing a minimum 2.5 years imprisonment. To highlight the extent of the injustice, the judge who jailed James won Andrew Menoray had previously given a pedophile court with over 1,100 child abuse images, including 207 photos and 49 videos graded as category A, most serious category involving child rape, a suspended sentence. There's been no jail time at all. This fundraiser is raising money for James while he is held as a political prisoner of the tyrannical British state. Money will be sent to his misery funds at his request while he's inside to help him get his feet on the police. Now, where is, you know, the so-called free speech union, Talk TV, GB News, The Spectator, uh, Unheard, uh, Quillette, Spiked Online? How come they're not uh, demanding 
the release of James Costello? How come they're not still lobbying for the release of Alex Belfield, who was sentenced to five years in prison for basically offending Jeremy Vine, was found guilty of of stalking? Uh, where are all of these so-called warriors of free speech, uh, the, 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 the home of free speech, GB News? Where are all they uh, advocating for the immediate release of political prisoners? Uh, James Costello and Alex Belfield. Now, Lady of Shalott uh, has asked, where, uh, how can we support James? Well, uh, what I just shared here is the Gives and Go uh, that was set up by Samuel Melia, who is uh, Laura Towler's uh, husband. Uh, so he has set that up. It's being shared by all the uh, the patriarch alternative telegram channels and uh socials uh, so i've put the the gifts and go link into the live chat lady of charlotte says colette are the worst helen dale pontificating on australia from the comfort of wealthy london i don't mind helen dale myself i do not like uh, the editor of colette Claire Lehman. I mean, she claimed that uh, uh, she she mocked uh, that Australia was under COVID tyranny. Uh, that uh, you couldn't call uh, the COVID uh, that you couldn't use the hy- uh, it was wrong to use the hyperbole that the COVID camps uh, were like concentration camps. Uh, she believes that the uh, the COVID vaccines were a wonder of science, and shame on anyone uh, for uh, disputing it. I mean, she uh, she is probably the 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 worst uh, manifestation of the the intellectual dark web. She was in London for the art conference, and of course, uh, uh, was you know, you know uh, was in awe that uh, Jordan Peterson turned up to her Quillette social. Uh, she during COVID had a quarantine book club, and despite her cheering on uh, the, the 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 COVID lockdowns and. I mean, she was able to be fined from the comfort of a Sydney Harbourside mansion. She was awarded the uh, the Libertarian of the Year uh, by the uh, Friedman Conference uh, by Tim, uh, by Tim Andrews and uh, John Humphreys in 2020. And Larry Charlotte says, "Claire Lehman is awful." You're right. She thought Australia handled COVID really well. She was in London. Well, she's actually, as I just said, she was in she she was in a Harbourside. Harborside Mansion in in Sydney. So yes, uh, this is why I get so pissed off about these so-called you know free speech uh, warrior uh, websites and TV networks. They do not stand up for the 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 actual forgotten political prisoners like James Costello and Alex Belfield. We should never forget about them. I know that Katie Hopkins, uh, she uh, regularly uh, corresponds with Alex in uh, prison and has also visited him. Uh, so she uh, she uh, had a joint tour uh, with Alex when he was uh, when he was uh, with us. Uh, here's uh, Voice of Reason channel. Absolutely, uh, the one of the most entertaining uh, entertaining vlogs I've ever I've ever come across. I mean, he he could just talk million miles uh, miles a minute. He's got much more. I'm I'm happy to admit he's got much more charisma. And uh, he's uh, he's much more witty than I it could ever be. So that brings us to the end of this uh, special makeup edition of Tim's News Explosion. Thank you for everyone for tuning in 
two days late. Now, I, I haven't recorded any uh, reports from Tiger Mountain uh, with Richard Wilsoncroft because he has been, been busy uh, organizing uh, the uh, Melbourne Underground Film Festival uh, for 2023. It, uh, the posters have now been released. So I'll bring it up on screen. It's because I'm on the MacBook, it's so slow. So it's from uh, December 8th to the 14th. All the venues are in uh, Melbourne's north. So Brunswick, Northcote and Thomastown. I'm not sure I'll go because I just don't venture north or <laughs> that far north. I mean, Northcote, Brunswick, Greens, Central, ugh. Thomastown's near Broadmeadows. I mean, that's basically the uh, the the Arabia or uh, Arabia Arabia center of Melbourne is there any Melburnians in the in the in the chat uh, who are, fr are from the north of Melbourne I mean I'm 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 a southerner uh, so fr yeah Frankston Mornington uh, Peninsula uh, so I know that the Zach Galloway, uh, who running from comfort, he lives in Brunswick and he loves it, even though he, he his public enemy, uh, one of the, the the number one public enemies there, as a freedom loving uh, Christian there. Uh, Dawn Browning says, "I don't do North either." Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I've heard that uh, there are parts of San Francisco where they they don't need a, they they don't need to put all the products uh, behind lock and key because there's not much shoplifting there. So, like, not all of Melbourne's a like it, it is really awful. There's some nice parts, uh, including there's actually, as I was just mentioning, there's some nice parts there of uh, San Francisco. Amazingly, we just think it's all bad. Just like a lot of people just think that Melbourne's all bad, but uh, there's good parts of Melbourne where there's actual real sane people here. Now, if you want to support the work of the Unshackled, uh, get uh, my technology back on track, go to the unshackled.net slash membership, have a bronze membership for $5 uh, per, uh, per month. I'll put the, the link into the, the live chat here. Uh, unshackled.net slash membership, bronze $5 per month, silver $10 per month, gold $25 per month, platinum $10 per month. And of course, the Unshackled has our, uh, the Unshackled.net has our Unshackled Productions archive and also our written articles. Now, I will see you next for another Tim's News Explosion back on Monday night, 9 p.m. on the Wilmsfront channels. And then the theorists, same time as always, 9 p.m. Tuesday on the theorist channels as well thank you all for watching this makeup show tonight and i will see you all on monday good night tim's news explosion 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 Tim's News Explosion. Tim's News Explosion.